Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Are Revolting, a definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Give us a shout-out on Instagram by posting a story of you listening to the show, and link back to us at Gays Revolting Pod, or join our Facebook group at The Gays Are Revolting. And our live show is just around the corner and we're calling for your best reads for us. If you think you've got a solid read for either Kyle, Mikey, Tom or myself, email it through to gazerevolting at lipmedia.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram. Welcome back, everyone. Hi, hi, hello. <laughs> and we are back with our regular hosts again this week. We have Kyle, who, like Nikki Hilton, is the less attractive sibling. <laughs> oh, okay. Ty, like, Ty likes this episode. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Luke, whose moustache is the most interesting thing about him. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Thomas, who I thought would surely still be crushed under that house in Munchkinland. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's Ding a bitch. I like that sort of read. <laughs> and of course, the lovely Mikey. How are you, Mikey? I'm good. Hey. How are you? Midsummer Festival has started. Yes. Melbourne's yes. Gay Pride Festival. Yeah, we're in the thick uh, of it. Four weeks of queer arts and cultural events. Yes. And our exciting. show. And our show. Mostly course, our show. Which is part of it. <laughs> For those of you interstate or those in Melbourne who haven't attended before, Midsummer Festival starts in the middle of summer. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name. But with a big carnival day, which is on Sunday. And then there's three and a half weeks of yes. art. And events and things, mm. and then culminates with Pride mm. March in St Kilda. Boy, did we go to that carnival day! We did. <laughs> oh, I saw your soul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke didn't go because he doesn't have a soul. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't go because I was working. You were working, yeah. so I went around to Kyle's place for pre-drinks yes. uh, and got very messy mm-hmm. and went and took some substances. Oh yeah, uh, at the festival, <laughs> and some lovely people came up and spoke to me, and I don't really remember any of it, and I only know because of the tags I got on Instagram yeah. the next day, and there were some photos. I'm not proud of So I apologise to anyone yeah. I spoke to At Midsummer Carnival I drank day. a lot of box wine yeah. Out of the Delicious. box With no cups Because yeah. I'm, I'm that kind of gal Yeah, classy, yeah. <laughs> yeah It was so much fun though It, it was, was my fun, first one ever It was it beautiful was, It went off And like was the weather first was time Yeah, my first time And then the weather was just like fantastic it was Yeah So nice, such a nice day And it is it is so genuinely happy. a nice day I, I, I always say Midsummer Like all the queer events Sort of say something for everyone But I, yeah. I genuinely feel like Midsummer Really is something for everyone And Absolutely. it's really showcased on that carnival day there's mm. um, like an area for like LGBTI families where they've mm-hmm. got like sort of like a playground yeah. for the kids set yeah. up so like many dogs as well dogs yeah, oh yeah they've even yeah. got the dog show they've got the um, minus 18 area the minus well, 18 area as well for underage they really yeah, accommodate people. everybody yeah <laughs> they've got like the party scene for mm-hmm. like the party people there's like your arts and craft yeah. lesbian arts and craft stores um, <laughs> sports uh, teams all had their little stalls there all these different stages set up yeah. it's such a nice day speaking of sports I really like the video that was posted of you <laughs> on the skateboard Oh, oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Jump on my Instagram, ThomasJohn86. That was interesting. So Kyle, who I do the grannies with, has this really embarrassing photo of me off my face. Yeah. On, so there's a skate ramp at the park where they do it. Yeah, there's this is a photo of me from a few years ago that he posts every now and then <laughs> of me off my face on the skate ramp with like all these skaters. So he tried to get me to recreate it. Yeah. And again, I was off my face and like grabbed some skateboarder skateboard <laughs> and sat on the skateboard and like rolled down the thing. And that's Hardcore. where this scab is from. I was gonna, oh, oh, that's that's you injured. Got a giant scab on my elbow. Yeah. Normally, Normally they're, they're on, your they're knees. on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Snap. Yes, we are on board. 
So we're coming in heavy on the first topic this week. There have been more reports coming out of Chechnya, sadly, that mm-hmm. the gay purge is continuing, which is really fucked up. And it's not like the, the movie The Purge. I was going no, to say, it's, it's not like, like you just get to have all the gay I mean, sex basically. on one day and then not no, have gay sex it. for the rest of the year. So there's been a number of reports that the LGBTQIA plus campaigners in Chechnya have put out reporting that, unfortunately, about 40 people have been detained and put in custody and two people have died Mm. from being tortured in prison and the Chechnyan authorities are denying that any of these things are happening at the moment yeah the campaigners out there that are fighting for equal rights for LGBTQIA plus people and just protection rights out there have been inundated with phone calls from families and from people trying to escape the country Mm. so what I want to kind of ask is I I saw this on Twitter, I think Mm -hmm. about a week ago. Maybe Mm -hmm. two people posted about it, but I haven't seen it in the mainstream news, I think, at all. No, No, neither have I. Is there a reason why this isn't getting reported on? Is Is it because it's been going on for a while now? Has it been going on for a while? Well, because the first time that it was reported on was in 2017, and from then it exploded, but because it has been a continual thing, it's sort of just been swept under the rug because Mm -hmm. all the authorities are denying every single claim they've turned around and said we don't even have gay people that exist here like yeah, what are you yeah. talking complete about denial. like yeah. complete denial Full I'm just Bob like Catter, yeah. like what are you talking about of mm. course there's gay people everywhere mm-hmm. like what is wrong with you and they've even said that they are encouraging families to do what's called a dignity murder yeah. or, or like, like honour killing or yeah, something honor yeah killing. And I wrote about that encouraging people to kill their gay relatives it's that's disgusting. so messed up absolutely disgusting yeah. which is exactly what is wrong with western politics politicians like Donald yeah. Trump mm-hmm. doing things like banning trans people from the military mm-hmm. or even like Bob Carter saying that homosexuality is a fashion and stuff yeah. like that because a lot of these smaller countries are taking their lead and using that as a excuse or a yeah. defense for these extreme hate laws I guess you'd call yeah. them yeah. yeah so I'm pretty familiar with explosive purges 2017 wow. was a dark year for me <laughs> you had a bad douche <laughs> wow <laughs> for me I, I just find it really sad that yeah. even being someone who spends most of their time on Twitter mm. and online and talking, reading yeah. news articles, yeah. much more I, I feel pretty unknowledgeable. Mm. That, is that even a word? Yeah, that's a word. In, I think not knowing in, that it's a word is uh, pretty unknowledgeable. <laughs> it's pretty unknowledgeable. <laughs> Uninformed yeah. Yeah. about this entire situation. The fact oh. that it's been happening since mm. apparently 2017. Yeah. yeah. Well, the scary thing is, though, that we should be inundated with this sort of information Absolutely. and instead we're worrying exactly. about you know we've got the Prime Minister going on about how he's charting a Captain Cook's oh, oh this stupid ship, ship yeah. thing flooding oh, around God, Australia and started. he's not talking about this sort of like serious human rights violation yeah. that's happening yeah. in, in the world well that's yeah. it like my question is like why is the UN not doing more about it because Russia is a part of the UN and they have laws in place for yeah. human rights yeah. regardless like I don't is understand. it because the, the mainstream media aren't reporting on it that it's sort of easier not to deal with it? Yeah, I think if more people were aware of it, more people would care and then noise mm. usually equals action, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. How many people listen to our show? <laughs> <laughs> Could be it, is, it really makes you appreciate your life here. Oh, totally. Like, 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 how lucky are we that we're born into yeah, this kind of world where we can be like, we want to be? The thing that I've seen people talk about is like mm. Puftoff's photo thing. Yeah, that yeah. it's like, wow, we have it so hard. And not to say that we shouldn't be talking about issues that happen at home that are affecting people but we are so lucky to be in Australia I told you guys I was, I'm was i dating this Russian guy yeah. at the moment yeah. right. so yeah. you're saving um, one by one yeah one by one <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're doing your part Tom thanks <laughs> so yeah we, so we've been sort of like hanging out for a month and a half two yeah. months I met him I met someone He's very nice He's very (laughs) nice So he's only been living here For like three and a half months Yeah And when we first started hanging out And I asked him the obvious questions About Russia Because we hear all these stories Mm, About Russia and that sort of stuff And he said that Russia's not that bad Like why why does everyone (laughs) ask me What's wrong with Russia And that sort of stuff Um, Granted he spent the last couple years Living in Moscow But before that was living In rural areas And he was like Well you know Yeah you wouldn't tell anyone You're gay or anything But it's not as bad as everyone thinks And I was Mm. like Well That sounds pretty bad (laughs) Yeah The other day He went for his first sexual health test uh, screening in Melbourne oh, oh, right. sorry, <laughs> since he got to Australia okay. not that there was anything wrong but he just hadn't been since he was here and so I told him where to go and he was like how much is it going to cost me and I was like well it's free he's like 
oh, but I'm not a citizen. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's still free. It's free for everyone. You don't even need yeah. to tell them your name, let alone show wow. them your mm. um, passport or anything like that if you don't want to. Anyway, he came around for a drink the other night and had been to the clinic and was almost quite emotional talking about it. He was saying mm. he was like, I just couldn't believe that I went there. They asked me all these questions like, mm. are you a sex worker? Have you had anal sex? Have you had oral sex? But they weren't being rude. They didn't mm. care what I said. They were like so polite to me and I was treated with so much respect. And he was like on the verge of tears telling yeah. me this. Really? He said, um, like such a when I was living in Moscow, when he was 18, he got like a non-major STD, like a mm-hmm. gonorrhea or something like that. Mm. Paid 600 Australian, the equivalent 600 Australian dollars to go to a doctor that would treat him because it was in his ass. Yeah. Um, so he had to admit that he'd been having gay sex and the doctor treated him like he was a piece of dog shit what? and was telling him how like his family would be so disappointed with him and all this sort of stuff. And he mm. paid $600 to be told that Fuck, by a to medically be trained got paid person. To be abused yeah, exactly. Professional. I, and so he said, you know, when I got here, I thought that everyone was judging Russia harshly on how we treat yeah. gay people. But now I'm sort of realizing that, you know, my home country is not as good a place as I thought it, it seems, was. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's obviously area by area. And, and, and Moscow is probably a more... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, because is all of Russia like this? Like, very backwards in that sense? I, I, I mean, it's the, a massive country, and yeah, some it of is. it is so much more developed than other parts of it. Yeah, so I would definitely say that there's huge yeah, I don't contrast. Really but I, don't, I think Moscow's probably one of the better mm, places, and yeah. he was treated like that, so there's yeah. obviously a lot Because, like, the leader worse. of Chechnya, what's his name? Ramzan... Ramzan Kadyarov. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you but say he it. was, like, <laughs> talking about wanting to purify their blood. Yes. I'm like, that's yeah. starting to sound a lot like some a movement that rhymes with schmatzy. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. It's scary when you see, I mean, any country in the world doing stuff, but even especially countries mm. that were in Europe mm. at that time. It wasn't that long ago. Like, no. It's I, like, it reminds me of, it's like kind of on topic, but um, did you guys ever remember that girl group tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. obsessed with Absolutely. them in high school. Yeah, yeah. That was like my like little gay connection thing. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Look, look at these clear lyrics. women. Yeah. Like, for and it. then it turns out that the darkhead one, Julia Volkova, she is actually like a giant homophobe. Yeah. She was on yeah. like TV and someone asked her, would she condemn her child if they turned out to be gay and she said yeah. like absolutely yeah. Um, yeah. a man should be a man like it's disgusting my son shouldn't be a fag oh it was terrible God. terrible things yeah. and then when asked weirdly her view on girls is okay like she thinks that girls <laughs> like lesbians can be okay but a man should be a man it, it yeah. does seem to be a lot more yeah. um, aimed at gay men yes. and trans people yeah. Um, yeah. in those it's countries like toxic masculinity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, heterosexual men who runs mm. a lot of the world especially in those countries yeah. Fantasize about two women having sex, but are That's so it. threatened by mm-hmm. two men, two having, men sex. having sex, or the yeah. idea of someone that was born a man transitioning yeah. into a woman, or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, she's going on. She's like, it's all about procreation. Yeah, and like, yeah. Oh, and it's like, no, it's fucking not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot so of the world that's not about procreation. Yeah. Crazy. In Which fact, I wish a lot of people would stop procreating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, could you stop, please? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to a shopping center, but oh, there's a lot boy. of people that should not. So be many prams. Yeah. I can tell you. I can tell you. Side side note, but still slightly related. If you mm. look up articles about how tattoo was formed, yeah. it's actually really interesting. Like they put out this brief saying they wanted to create lesbian mm-hmm. girl group <gasps> okay. and specifically put yeah. out a casting call to get it's it's a real sort of I might be wrong, but was it didn't a thing come out recently that it turned out their manager was fucking both of them? And oh really? Just, I mean like look, I don't doubt yeah. I don't want to spill the tea because if you read the article it's like some real dark shit and yeah. Yeah. goes some twisty turvy yeah. places. Pedophilic kind of mm-hmm. stuff yeah yeah i think the really important thing about issues like this mm. and we've, we've spoken about eastern asian countries and their mm. views on homosexuality as well is to always remember that the lgbt movement like community is on a global yeah. scale mm. and there are people specifically attempting to suppress information from reaching mm. outside yeah. that bubble absolutely yeah. and then it becomes an issue of us having to seek it out. Mm. We've, we've all had to kind of seek out information about Chechnya yeah. because it wasn't reaching us via yeah. the normal channels. Too far away, it's like out of sight, out of mind. And then. the same thing with the, the lesbians mm. getting caned mm. yes. thing, yeah, but yeah. not the yeah. fun caning thing, the bad caning, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. caning thing. Um, I think it's really important to remember to be global yeah. Yeah. with, with you know, your wokeness, so mm-hmm. for yeah. lack of a better word, is, mm-hmm. is that there's some pretty nasty shit happening out yeah. there. I think we should also try and remember that it's 
not been that long since this stuff no, was happening here. That's it. Um, and in the late 80s, which is within yeah. mine and Luke's lifetime, <laughs> gay men were being hunted for sport well, in it. Sydney by yeah. members of the general public as well as yep. police officers for fun. And, and you know, their, their deaths were being um, yeah. written off as suicides. Oh, in the yeah. 90s, we had the Tasty Raids in, in Melbourne, you know, people flinging shit at uh, visitors that had come to talk about the HIV epidemic wow. and stuff, saying, you know, when they were trying to explain what the HIV epidemic really was, you know, people flinging shit at them saying you're trying to give us all AIDS yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. It's not that long it's since really this not. shit was happening here and we shouldn't be resting on our totally laurels no. when it comes Just to Just because we're stuff. fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, we like, should be helping these countries overseas and that's why we should be continuing to fight for everybody's rights while yeah. uh, here. Like 1991 was when gay sex in Melbourne was legalised. and then, Of course I was born then. Like, <laughs> as you said, it wasn't that long ago. No, right? it's not that long yeah. at all. Like we've come such a long way from where we were but still... Mm-hmm. This is only twenty years yeah. ago. Yeah, is it in Russia like, that they were like using grinder to like hunt guys down? There is stories of that. Yeah, thing, which I've heard that. And then people just go. The problem, like, we don't know like, what's true and what's not true. I, yeah. I, I would absolutely not be surprised yeah. at all. Um, oh, that's yeah. scary. Yeah, gives me chills. Yeah. Some pretty sad stuff that's mm-hmm. been happening over the last few months as we've been in festival mm. season, but seems to happen every fucking festival season and no one's doing anything about it, yeah. is deaths from drugs at music festivals. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but a whole lot of different festivals have come together yeah. and written an open letter to Australia's state and territory governments to plead with them to consider pill testing, yeah. which has been a big thing in the news the last several years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the festivals include uh, Splendor in the Grass, Falls Festival, Laneway Festival, and Groove in the Moo, who, of course, had their successful pill testing trial yes. at their Canberra Festival yes, last they year. Did. And a lot of the families who have had family members die at these festivals from drugs have supported yeah. the idea of pill testing. It's also supported by the Australian Medical Association. I think it's fair to say that we've mm-hmm. all partaken at some yeah. point or another in our lives in drugs. It could be a small drug or a big drug, but is that fair to say? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Never. Luke's got his pot. Luke is high right now. (laughs) Luke is high as a kite. Actually, I've never seen him this high without a broom under him. I choose life. (laughs) How do we feel about pill testing? Well, for yeah, for it. I don't really understand the process of like how, how they do it. So do they just have like a stand and then people, party goers, go up to them and they give them their drugs and they test. But like what's to keep police and stuff? Yeah, so the, yeah. so the way that the Medical Association yeah. and a lot of other medical boards in Australia and other countries that are mm-hmm. trying to push for pill testing want it to happen is that there's a police exclusion zone around okay. the tents. Yeah. And they actually police. follow that? Yeah, yeah, okay. they, yeah. Well, that's part of the whole thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's not going to be successful if it's, it, this is part of the, successful yes. process so they're not allowed to like stand 50 meters away and just watch to see who's leaving and then mm-hmm. chase after them if, if they are going after somebody that's mm. left a um, drug testing tent, yeah. then they are in trouble okay. um, so the whole idea is that they've got amnesty boxes in the tent there's also drug counsellors there if you do mm-hmm. want to talk to someone you don't have to you give them whatever you're taking so it's not just pills they can test on other stuff yeah. as well yeah. now this is the really important thing this is what I think a lot of people don't get that are against the whole pill testing idea is they're not going to tell you it's going to be safe to take this drug no yeah. what they're telling you is what is in the drug like the that you've got yeah. Yeah. so you might think you have a bag of MDMA and it might have a whole lot of ice in it mm-hmm. so they take it they have a tiny little sample they say here's what's in the drugs yeah. they give it back to you there's then a box where you can put the drugs in and throw them away or you can keep them on you and walk away that's right. fine they'll also tell you if there's anything deadly in it so um, the that's statistics nice. that came out of Groove in the Moo <laughs> yeah it is nice like, that's nice yeah. of them they can tell you that if there's something that's definitely going to be deadly yes. for you they can't tell you that it's safe so mm-hmm. you're still taking a drug that you're still taking uh, a risk but that much people more have individual risk, yeah. yeah but they can tell you whether you've yeah. bought what you think you've bought because obviously a lot of a drugs lot less have blind. yeah mixed stuff in it mm. when they did the Groove in the Moo test so that's uh, the first Australian trial of pill testing mm-hmm. so the Safety Testing Advisory Service at Festivals and Events Consortium or Stay Safe I love a pun I love a pun released the results from Groove in the Moo and they said so 85 different substances were tested so 85 different people brought their drugs to mm-hmm. the tent to get tested yeah. 43% were found to have substances other than what mm-hmm. the participant was expecting to find oh, okay. so it meant they might have bought some MDMA and it might have had some 
wasn't speed in at yeah, all. Yeah. You know, it could yeah. have. Had I only recently found out that some drugs, like people put rat poison in. Yeah, and I, oh, found that, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. I mean, I some of the that, shit that they found in their toothpaste. Oh I got told um, why laundry like it, detergent. It tears open like the lining of your stomach, so the drugs yeah. act faster. Rat poison is my That's preferred nuts. drug. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've actually been putting rat poison into Luke's drinks. Just right. <laughs> yes. shut him up a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, of the eighty-five people that had their drugs tested, forty-three percent were found to have substances other than what they were expecting to find. Yeah. Two of the 85 were found to have deadly substances. Okay. And then 18% of the people decided to dispose of their substances after having it tested. So, that's so good. including the two people that yeah. had deadly stuff deadly. found in their yeah. drugs, they threw it out. Of the 43 that found out that there was something in it that they weren't expecting, mm-hmm. 18% decided to throw Presumably, it out. Presumably, the deadly people threw them out. Presumably. Nah, I still want to have a good time. <laughs> um, you know, you might get yours tested and find out there's something better in there than what yeah, you buy. You know, you might buy some speed and find out that there's coke in it. You might be quite excited about that. <laughs> but, you know, you can sort of make a more educated decision mm. once you know what you've got as to how much you should be taking. Yes. Um, yeah. Again, just to reiterate, they're never going to say this is completely no, safe. No, that's yeah. it. Yeah. What annoys me the most about the people that are, like, against pill testing is that they're turning around and saying, like, oh, but this encourages people to take drugs and, yeah. like, no. this is a slippery slope. Like, it's, it's just going to get worse. It's and it's just like just being smarter no, about it. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's not encouraging these people. It's no. helping them make an informed decision about what they're actually exactly. doing mm. rather than having people taking deadly substances thinking yeah. that they're taking something else. Like, yeah, come absolutely. on. Like, and like, and the, the medical board have also well, yeah. said that they are definitely not going to be targeting the fact that these tents will be available to people yeah. that don't take drugs. They're targeting it at people that already have drugs and yeah. are intending to take yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, And it's so much better than the, like, you try it first approach. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> just find out whether <laughs> you you're going to end up in yeah. a K-hole uh, yeah. or when you take an MDMA cap. Like, <laughs> yeah. One for no, you, okay. one um, I'm not sure if you guys saw, but did you see that Australian politician Kate Fairman? Fairman, she kind of, yeah, she kind of came out in a sense of like that she um, was a drug user um, and she's taken drugs before, and she's trying to promote this kind of honesty amongst um, politicians because just trying to bring light to it. Which I have so much respect for. Yeah, so much respect for her. Like absolutely, that's the kind of people that I want in parliament because they are making informed decisions. They know and they humanizes her. Exactly right. And she's not saying she's out every fucking weekend at Rams. She was just saying in the nineties, like she used to do a lot. She said, like, occasionally yeah. now, if there's a big function mm-hmm. with her friends, they might, you know, get and high like a lot of adults. Yeah, yeah exactly. Knows. Yeah. Dude. Little side note: the Kardashians recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The three main ones. They were on a talk show and they were all admitting to like trying drugs in the past. Really? Just uh-huh. like, yes, love it. Uh, Thank you. I yeah. saw a video from when Ashley Simpson had a reality TV show. Was that with like, her the old nose or her new nose? <laughs> with her old nose. <laughs> old and she was she was just folding a pair of pants on the kitchen yeah. floor, and her mum's lining a rack up. Oh my god! On the kitchen <gasps> counter. Oh Oh, it's like, not it's the like, dish rack, right? No, it's like one of those MTV crib shows. Oh, like they just pan shit. past them. Like, that. Oh, I, did you guys see that article ages ago about like rich white woman in the suburbs like breeing and like rapping like oh, having, yeah. having dinner parties and then like yes. rapping MDMA in brie and cheese yeah. and then just having it and then yeah. just having like a loose night at oh, home. So yeah. Yeah. Rapping. Like, no, 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 maybe. No. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows afterwards? Like, I will just say I'm more impressed with the politician that came out to say so she was good. doing yeah, drugs yeah. than I am with the Kardashians. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. It is, it is poignant. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of politicians, so I, don't, I think a lot of people also don't seem to realize in this debate that it's not a federal law yeah, no. whether or not they can do pill testing at the festivals. It's, it's state, state by state. state. Yeah. Most of the, the music festivals in Australia happen in New South Wales and Victoria. Disappointingly, neither of those governments currently no. support in the next election. Mm, but consider, Very tragically though. and very surprisingly, though, the Victorian government under Daniel Andrews... I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed. I've sung his praises yeah, so many times on this too. podcast. Does not support and says he won't support pill testing, yeah. which really surprises me because he was all for and started the yeah. safe injecting rooms yeah. in Richmond, which have been a huge success. And for those of you who don't know, the safe injecting rooms are rooms that the general public can come in to inject drugs yeah. they're provided with um, needles there are medical staff on site there's safe bins there's little booths mm-hmm. that they can use everything's very sterile and clean wow. yeah. to yeah. me I mean imagine if you could sort of pill test heroin and stuff mm. you know like this is seems to be the step before 
safety yeah. injecting rooms. I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't yeah. support it. And also, isn't correct me if I'm wrong, but under the Daniel Andrews government, aren't we the first state to start introducing medical marijuana as well? We are as well, yeah. yes. Oh, like, absolutely, that's yeah. why it's so confusing It really <laughs> seems to be... Why are you aren't yeah. pushing this, Daniel Andrews? Yeah, like, it seems to be a really natural step where he's also yeah. very embracing of the nightlife and having, like, safe party life scenes. Yeah. You know, he was one of the main politicians to point out how stupid it is to have lockout mm-hmm. laws where you kick every single person out onto the street at the one time oh, instead yeah. of sort of gradually having different yeah. venues close at different times and stuff. Mm. It really blows my mind that he mm. does not support this. Interestingly, the majority of Australians do support it, though. The Absolutely. last uh, survey that was done on this, they did an extensive survey, I think it was mid last year, 59% of Australians support it. Only 17% were against it. The rest said that they didn't know enough about it to make a decision, yeah. which I kind of have a lot of respect for people that yeah. say that. That say, I don't like, actually I don't know, know enough about this. It's not for me to decide. I even read an article um, about like the strength and purity of like MDMA caps. Yeah. It's like been rising and rising over the past decades. So yeah. it's actually really high percentages now, which is so crazy that they mm. won't do this because we really yeah. need it now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Stay Safe did point out from their the results from Groove and the Moo that it was a much higher percentage of people did not have what they expected to find mm-hmm. in their drugs than other countries, which indicates that Australian drugs, which, I mean, we kind of already knew, are being chopped up with a lot of other stuff. Because we don't share borders with any other countries, yeah. because we're surrounded by sea, it's really hard to import yeah. drugs mm. into Australia than it is, say, the US or mm. a lot of Europe there is a lot of shit being mixed into our yeah. drugs as opposed to other countries, which, again, yeah. even more so introduce it. That's why I can't buy cold and flu tablets. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Six different pharmacists. Because yeah. yeah. you mix that shit into everything. I remember getting into a fight once because I'd done a train wreck because someone at work had told me about it. Not my current work, mm. full disclosure. <laughs> and I thought it was super funny where you shelve one pill and you yeah. take the other one. So you take oh, one goodness. orally and I've you take one. Neither. Wait, you, is sh- shelving's up to butt? Or yeah. Up to butt? Up yeah. To butt. Yeah, it's like two trains colliding. One oh goes, my God. one goes down <laughs> the mouth. Two trains leave at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at maths. <laughs> and so I tried that, and it literally wasn't even an event. I was just like, I want to see what this is. But I was also on like some super heavy oh antidepressants God. at the oh same goodness. time. Oh. And I think I was on pseudoephedrine as well. Because, as I've said, 2017 was a tough year for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to call one of those. Well, I didn't. The person I was seeing had to call like an yes, emergency service <laughs> just to check and I was so pissed off about it mm. um. this isn't a story with a point no but I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you won't learn talk drugs. you don't talk drugs enough you don't yeah. learn anything um, from this story I've never shelved but I'm no. scared of shitless being <laughs> the operative word yeah. because I, I have heard stories about how you can lose control of your rectal area yeah. if you do my brother has this great mm. story about being in a club some awful bogan club I'm sure because he is <laughs> a lovely guy but so bogan <laughs> and uh, he was like on the dance floor and there was uh, one of his girlfriends had shoved mm. a, a cap mm. and she was on the pole and wearing white jeans being 10 years ago oh, and oh. she had she no, no idea no. that she'd she had a really it. big mess and, oh, had shat no. and it was just squishing out of her white Ooh. jeans oh. and they sort of had to like she t- they told her and she was like I don't care and they were like, oh, yeah, no, no, we care. We, yeah, everyone else cares. We need to get you out of here. And so I've never, ever tried it because of that story. Mm. Oh, That's God. what they white should be jeans. putting on the anti-drug campaign. Like, Don't wear white jeans. You'll shit yourself. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I've pissed myself. I've shat myself. Wow. I've never, yeah. I've never pissed or shat. Like, I've never shelved, but one of the very first times that I tried MD, we were at good old Revs. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the place to do it, if any. And, like, like, we're on the dance floor, like, with a bunch of old friends, and all of a sudden, I just felt myself going, to vomit and I was like oh no and then I felt the other end go oh, out at the no. same oh, yeah. fucking time oh, on the dance floor on the dance floor and I ran to the bathroom I stood at the door I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and, and like sh- legitimately <gasps> as the person came out I ripped my pants oh, down and I was just oh, like ah like and it just oh, all see came mate. out oh I'm just oh. picturing like bridesmaids boy oh those poor people at Revs must clean up so oh. much like awful corpses. bodily fluid <laughs> like, oh. I've not had that I have had the thing where you just sort of can't stop vomiting like you Vomit, oh, and yeah, vomit, and vomit for hours and yeah. hours and hours. I had Yuck. that like twice. Do you guys smoke a lot of weed? No. Recently, I've smoked a lot more than I have in the past. Yeah. yeah. I tried with you that time, the incident. Uh, <laughs> can uh, I tell that story? Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> we had kick-ons at my house. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> but a, a very good friend of yours, let's very, say, yeah. um, had a shot at using a bomb. Oh, I know. And yeah. um, 
blew instead of like immediately just coughed as soon as they yeah bleed. and sort of blew into the bong and it blew all of the bong water up into his face and all over him <laughs> it was and like, it was some old bong it was water. a fountain oh. <laughs> I used to smoke I didn't have to mm. smoke all the time but if I had it in the house I would smoke it every night until yeah. it was gone but I had to stop like six months ago because I started getting really you get, like, really, you get the weird not anxiety. paranoid but yeah, yeah. Ang- ang- really bad anxiety throughout the day yeah. I found myself being a lot more lethargic and stuff and yeah. those sort of stereotypes of weed smoking which I hadn't felt for the 10 years that I'd done mm. it all on and off really started affecting me I dabble my grip on reality is like not the tightest <laughs> anyway, <yeah. laughs> at, at the best of times so I mm. I am a drug dabbler yeah just in the most of the time I have no idea what's happening so Impossible. I don't really require it most yeah. most of the time and weed is a very problematic one for me yeah because that's just like a shortcut to paranoia no to like my favorite place to be it's like my pseudo right. ephedrines right, my right, right. whatever's I love weed <laughs> <laughs> can we just say that we're not wanna, advocating yeah. drug like, use no we are all no but I think if people are going to take it they should be able to check what it yeah, is yeah that's know. it yeah. we just want people to be responsible with what yeah. they're taking and we're not judging and share it with me done. if you see me yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it. we'll be your testers help us sister out let's go <laughs> 
fair to say that it's a problematic show if it at the time was advancing mm. someone's rights at least because it's the, the same thing with like yeah. Will and Grace it's sort of like we talked about with Will yeah. and Grace yeah we were sort of you saying can't like, do it all in they one couldn't day. they would not have got to be able to make the show no. if it was you're trying to include everyone everyone in the one yeah. show that mm-hmm. you are interesting that you're watching that for the first time I'm actually watching Friends for the first time uh, at the moment what? and I've been watching it and there is definitely stuff that they oh, say like Monica yeah. I, the other day I was watching an episode and Monica was like calling people Nancys and sissies Ew. and stuff because they couldn't catch a ball yeah. and I obviously cringed a little bit because like you wouldn't yeah. say that now but I'm also oh, watching right. it in the context of when it was yeah. originally written and, yeah. and again very whitewashed mm. anyone that's a black character is like one or two episodes mm. gay characters are sort of jokes on the side but again when you're looking at it in the context of, yeah, the of time, like time yeah, yeah. I mean, there were shows that weren't even showing, showing yeah. any gay people yeah. or any gay people That's of true. color, that sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is probably more problematic than, mm-hmm. than these ones that were at least showing a little I think bit that, of actually, I think the most problematic thing is that uh, we're supposed to believe that she could afford that fucking lifestyle oh my God. Yeah. by writing one little column. Like, she was paying, like, crazy amounts for shoes she spent like $40,000 on shoes apparently yeah, she says right. and I was like uh huh okay and she goes to all these like openings as a freelancer I always think it's funny because I've thought about I've been watching Friends as well and there yeah. were so many gay fear yeah. jokes mm. in it there's like a transphobia thing in it as well yeah with Brad Pitt and then they spread the rumour that like Rachel was born a man or something there's a lot of yeah. jokes about Chandler potentially being gay but I remember watching all these shows at the time so you know we were of that generation yeah. so I yeah. watched Sex and the City when it first aired mm-hmm. Will and Grace when it first aired and See, Queer, I was watching yeah. Queer, as, so. <laughs> <laughs> Queer as Folk when it first aired and at the time none of it was really problematic to me because mm. my expectations of representation on television were so low that's it to begin with the question of whether it's problematic or not i think the question is more of whether you hold reverence for it still and True. that's more the question because there, there is a lot of reverence for sex in the city particularly in the gay yeah. community mm-hmm. yeah. and for will and grace mm-hmm. and for queer as folk without the conversation or the the footnote of being mm. but i accept that being a television show from the 90s mm. there is mm-hmm. an underrepresentation yeah. of people of color etc and i think that removes the problematic nature but if you're having conversations currently yes. saying this is the greatest television of mm. all time that yeah. did nothing wrong and is the most amazing mm. thing <laughs> then, that's, then that's that then that yeah. is problematic yeah. so i can sit and i can watch friends and sex in the city now mm. and not yeah. feel triggered or mm. othered by you know it, it wasn't or whatever yeah. Yeah. because the conversations we have we all acknowledge like mm, that's really bad mm. and wouldn't get away with it mm, at yeah. this time. I hate to be the one that always bangs on about Australian <laughs> <laughs> arts, but if you look at what the equivalent that was being made in Australia mm. at the time, the my parallel is The Secret Life of Us. Yeah. Um, so about yeah. young people living in a city made the same time as Friends and uh, Sex in the City, based in St Kilda in Melbourne. And one of the lead characters is Indigenous. There was a yeah. lead character for most of it uh, that was Asian-Australian. Mm. Two main gay characters... I think people sort of forget how ahead yeah. of its time it was, really. It's, I'd yeah. never really watched Secret Life of Us, but it sounds like something that I would be I think you especially in. should watch yeah. it, um, Mikey. It was very forward for its yeah. time. The whole thing is on 7 Play, if anyone wants well, to catch I'm up and watch on it. Seven but play. I remember, like, in high school, my best friend and I that were secretly gay were, like, watching that religiously because yeah. it was the only thing on television that had, like, real gay characters having, like, their first... or coming out and having yeah. their first sexual experience. There's a blowjob. Like I remember yeah. blowjob. Yeah. I don't know if I told this story on the show before but about the really bad date which, which one other, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a blind date someone had set me up it wasn't through Grinder. he was blind or no okay. <laughs> no it was like someone made the mistake of recommending that they date me they were like I think over an hour late to this date like just didn't rock yeah. up kept texting that they're on their way I was at a bar by myself and so I made friends with some women there and we were just drinking and chatting and I told them, oh, I've got a date coming. So, yeah. And then he finally rocked up and I was like, oh, thank God you're mm. here. Hi, how are you? Rah, rah. And he said, oh my God, this is so funny. <laughs> this is just like, I'm like Carrie from Sex and the City. Oh. And then he pointed to the women that I'd just made friends oh. with. And he was like, and you're the ugly lesbian <gasps> one. Oh my God. You're Samantha. And then pointed at me and said, and you're the boring, like, art indie weird one. Oh. <laughs> and then we had, like, a whole date of, of, course of you like, did. I think we went to two other bars <laughs> after that as well. What a catch. Yeah. And then he told me he <laughs> didn't like smokers. He actually told me in the yeah. cab. 
because Uber didn't exist back then, I don't yeah. think. I in know. the cab. It's in the a horse-drawn cab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the third venue, he listed off pretty much everything he disliked about What, <laughs> what a wow. gosh darn delight. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. <laughs> but the Sex and the City movies, like oh, there's yeah, even no. stuff in those that I was a little bit shocked about. When did those come out? Oh, see, I definitely, I'm one of the many, many people that haven't seen no, those. Haven't seen them? Okay. I haven't, no. I've watched um, the clip of Liza Minnelli doing Single Ladies oh, a million that was times great. on YouTube, but that. aside from yeah. that, no. <laughs> um, so they came out in the late 2000s, the mm-hmm. first one, and then the following one a couple of years after that. So like there's one scene where Miranda puts on a bathing suit, is a mom, like is mm-hmm. married and stuff, hasn't shaved her bush. And all of the girls comment on it and just like, mm, why haven't you got a bikini wax yet? And I'm just like, what? Yeah. Like, so what if she has a bush? Oh, like, yeah. get over it. And then another scene where they fat shame Samantha because she put on a couple of kilos. And I was yeah, just there's like, a lot of oh slut shaming God. in the show. See, I think I feel like that stuff says more about the audience that watch the show yeah. Yeah. than the show being generally discriminatory. Mm-hmm. Still not great, Still no. but it's it's definitely just that those kind of comments are yeah. regular comments made by the people that yeah. are huge fans of, <laughs> of it. But those movies were trash anyway. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. those are probably two of the worst films <laughs> in existence. And I'm pretty certain the second film looks like just an excuse for the cast to have a holiday in yeah. Abu Dhabi. Sort of like the Kath yeah. and Kim movie. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like, we want to go somewhere, yeah. let's yeah. hobble together a script. I can understand reverence for the TV show, and especially like the ground that it broke because mm. I remember even seeing the word sex in the title of a show yeah. really scandaloso <laughs> scandalo. scandalo. Uh, but the films I couldn't abide by yeah. anyone coming yeah. and legitimately saying that those films mm. have any place in any yeah. sort yeah. of like the fact that you got married to Big after breaking up with Aiden who was the most amazing person who <laughs> loved you for who you were and didn't give a shit and then you were like nah I don't like this person that loves me I'm gonna go for the person that fucking hates me like what is wrong I don't I would see Mikey go off about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also, I, I know starting a new yeah. Sex in the City podcast. <laughs> He's got a, like, in the format. Like, Every episode is reviewing <laughs> another episode of Sex in the City. Uh, do commentary. <laughs> do it. I'll be doing a Secret Life of Ard podcast. <laughs> I did notice in the few episodes I watched, yeah. all the men they date are absolute fucking slime balls. They're all yeah. these like executive types. In the very first episode, she looks at a guy who's like hot and she's like, he's the next Donald Trump. I was like, who? <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Though, rewatching this 90s stuff, the amount it's of Donald so Trump references. Yeah. I've been watching, yeah, so I think I'm up to season four of Friends and the amount of Donald Trump references that I've seen so mm-hmm. much. I think that Australia didn't, like we sort of knew who he was, yeah. but we didn't realise how ingrained in. Yeah. Because like these the, shows the, were all filmed in New York and that's where yeah. Trump Tower yeah. is yeah. and he has a and massive And like we saw him in like, he's uh, in Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. Business and yeah. that sort of stuff. But I never really noticed how often he, no. oh, The Nanny, I the think nanny. we mentioned before on the podcast, how often he popped up in the nanny and even in the nanny he was making a joke about how he was wheeling and dealing and doing dodgy yeah, business yeah. deals and oh, stuff mm. right. nothing's changed yeah. well, gosh totally. we've gone off topic but uh, it's interesting to think but about. yeah sex in the city which one are you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone always does that they're always like yeah. there's four of which us which one are we I don't know them well enough but apparently you I'm me. the boring well Artie. I think Mikey, Mikey <laughs> Mikey's the narrator the show best the, yeah. who's, who's who in sex in the city oh, I don't even know that well oh, um, oh you please you literally storyline between seasons and two Movies. You're oh. the slutty one, Tom. <laughs> I'm happy to be. Yeah, slutty. you can be Samantha. Tom okay. Samantha. Oh, is that because I'm old or because I'm slutty? Because no, you're slutty. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, fine. yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel like Kyle is like a maybe like a Charlotte. Yeah, you're definitely yeah, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go Charlotte. Okay, is that the dark head one? Yeah, the one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. cool, cool. And then She's pretty, whatever. <laughs> me and Luke, there's Carrie Miranda. Showdown. You're the redhead one. Which one's that? Who gets Miranda's the next? Yeah, that's that's Luke from the two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Harry. Yeah, you're, you're Harry. Yeah. Living frivolously, and you're you're the voice. Money. You're like the narrator. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I have a baby? So every week I try to find a way to bring my interests mm-hmm. into the show. <laughs> We're not talking talk about jazz music or sports. Or JB. Yeah. <laughs> this, I haven't mentioned JB this episode. I know. So I did How it weird. You. Maybe I can shoehorn him into this story. Oh. <laughs> um, I've been following someone called Sonic Fox. 
quite a bit. He won mm. esports. Esports is like competitive video game playing. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yes. He yes. won esports player of the year at the video game awards, which is a thing, believe it or not. Sponsored by Doritos, not a joke. I wish we were sponsored by Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> and I really respect Sonic Fox and follow him on Twitter, even though he posts a lot, because he's a person of color, uh-huh. he's gay, and he's also a furry. Uh, come again? <laughs> he, in his acceptance speech, yeah. he said, I am a checklist of basically everything Republicans hate. Right. But ah. in a lot of ways, he's a checklist of what a lot of the gamer mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. without the why, hate as well. Yeah. Um, so I've followed him, and I've always been on, if you check my Google search history, the periphery of the oh, furry. I do not want to check your <laughs> no, search no. history. No, no. Thank you, though. Of the furry world, it's it, it's something that I've been really interested in. I know it's got a bad rep mm-hmm. or had a lot of negative mm-hmm. representations in terms of... So what is a furry for our listeners? They dress up, right? Yeah, yeah, so furry crosses over a lot. I see a lot of it at Comic-Con and when yeah, I go to... Yeah, because that's what I thought. It's, it's, it's associated with like nerd-type people cosplay. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of people that either identify or kind of like doing drugs drag express themselves by becoming a character which is an animal Mm -hmm. and that does often include a full body suit of fur with the heads and this and these are sort of the ones that sort of look like the american college mascots as opposed to leather and harness yeah 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 Yeah. it's more cartoony right yeah it's 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 usually tied in with anime as well and And not always sexual and it's not always sexual as well because i think the first time i ever saw the furry world was on that infamous Mm -hmm. csi episode because they use gold frap as the background track (laughs) (laughs) gold frap is a for like Dude. the furry sex club and they yeah, made right. it really insidious and the, uh, and the police guys it blew their mind it was like yeah, a sex yeah. club but they also dressed up like animals and they okay. and then they even did like the blue light over the first <gasps> oh, suit to no. be like this first suit's covered oh, in semen and okay. it was like shock yeah but it's actually a really supportive loving community yeah. and for a lot of ostracized people yeah. who don't fit in other places in the LGBT world mm-hmm. my first kind of introduction I think I saw a lot of like artwork on like Tumblr and stuff you oh, see yes, a yeah. lot of like games, yeah, a lot, of anime, yeah, a lot yeah. of anime, and then it'll be like these like wolf people, pub yeah. people, and then they'll have these like weird giant throbbing dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and there's this other crossover. Not to get weird and muddy yeah. the waters, but yeah. then there's also this weird crossover with the feeding scene or oh, the birthing oh, okay. scene where yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. It gets really... It's a big Google hole, but basically they take characters and draw them as animals, but also as animals that have been force-fed as a fetish. There's a lot of of stuff out there. So there's a lot out there, something for everybody. So, like, Um, my question is, I think, is, like, so what's, like, the big difference between, like, the pup scene and the furry scene? Because, like, I don't know much about either of them. Yeah. Yeah. In my mind, just because I don't know anything about it, I've sort of grouped them Mm -hmm. together, which obviously like animals <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just like oh yeah animals sort of connotation yeah. thing but I, obviously they're very separate sort of things yeah Lots. they're separate and i think i just want to disclaimer that i'm not a part of either yeah. of these communities and i know they're very tight-knit and they've had a lot of misrepresentation mm-hmm. so feel free to hit me up in the dms yeah and educate me further but the pup scene is is less well visually it's very different yeah. it's not about the fursuits there's yeah. a lot of harnesses it's uh, a bit of a crossover yeah. with mm-hmm. the bds SM world okay. yeah. and it's it's less about a persona and a character mm-hmm. and a, a, a full kind of it's like a domination thing right you can participate in pup play without identifying as a pup yeah. 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 whereas I think furries and the furry mm-hmm. world you identify it, it's a okay. more core part of your okay. identity from what I've seen mm-hmm. of the pup scene it's, and I, yeah. my understanding of the pup scene is also that it's a far more sexual in fact yeah. pretty much and entirely a sexual thing okay. um, whereas the fairy scene for some people it's a sexual thing and yeah. for some people it can just be the cosplays okay. and the anime side of it yeah. and that sort of stuff and not necessarily be a sexual thing as well yeah. pups the m- kind of um, muscle daddies that walk around with like um, like a literal like bike chain around their neck not, like a padlock not mm. always muscle daddies but yeah that probably f- Is that, falls because you see that a lot it. now yeah. I feel so, but it's also like I don't know if you've seen like the guys that have like the leather dogma like oh, the mask yeah, yeah, that's like a leather oh I saw a lot of you also get the Butt plugs, the butt plugs that have a tail uh, on it. It's also not necessarily wearing any of that stuff, but might be walking someone around on a leash mm-hmm. and that sort of mm-hmm. thing where they're on okay. all fours. You can go to the extreme levels of like getting them to eat out of dog bowls and that sort yeah. of stuff. Wow. It's also important to point out that the 
these people are not necessarily and on the most part mm. not into bestiality, which is probably something yeah. that I would definitely not endorse because that doesn't involve consent. But it's a very separate thing, which I think a lot of people yeah. get confused about as well. Yeah, totally. And I think that's some of the touchiness mm. with these communities as well, because mm. it's the go-to argument for conservatives is like, if you're going to fuck a dude, you're probably going to fuck a dog next. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. how many times have we heard that? Yeah. We're basically, we're basically, <laughs> we're basically one step away from bestiality at any given moment. Yeah. Um, mm. Which obviously if my identity and my mm-hmm. community was getting sort of aligned with that, I'd have my back up and be really protective yeah. of yeah. it. So I totally get that. The pup play scene is, I think, on the rise. The, I mean, a lot of gay culture is very like canine and dog related. Like when people say woof to you on like Sometimes I accidentally like, audibly say woof when people walk past me. <laughs> uh-huh. I said to that guy when we were walking here and then you started chatting to him and he was a and friend like, of yours. And awkward. I, I, I just said to Mikey, woof. And then you just stopped and started chatting oh, yeah, to him. that was my man. Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. So like I obviously have had a lot of very strange sexual encounters in my life yeah mm-hmm. and have been asked to dress up a few times and it never really works out because i have the body are you like a french of maid? a 13 year old <laughs> boy yeah. yeah and so if you put me in a costume i look even more like a 13 year old which boy. if you're dressing up as a 13 year old boy yes. and often it, <laughs> yeah it kind of cancels itself out and i end up looking 70 <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird i can't do costumes but i've done the harness i've done the bdsm yeah. But never dabbled sexually into the pup play. No. Do you think it's something you could do? Up? Like you could try? I don't say no to nothing. I fucked a dude for chicken nuggets once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say no to nothing. I don't know if I'd be any good at the pup play, only because I'm not good at any role play. So uh, I've done. I I've dressed up a bit. The whole time. Yeah. I would just like. I couldn't me. take. It I can dress me. up. I mean, maybe it'd be better at the fairy stuff. Yeah. I can. I can dress I can up. You. But yeah, once I had to sort of be on all fours and panting, I think I just can't take it. I, I'm not good mm, at it. Yeah. But I, but I've definitely, you know, we've all had a Pornhub hole where we've <laughs> yeah. stumbled across videos of it. And I've definitely watched it and gone, yeah, that's kind of hot. It's yeah. not a fetish of mine, but it's kind of hot to sort of see people getting yeah. off on their own fetishes. One time I dressed up as like a murder victim. Oh God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just your everyday clothes. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of sexy. Okay, and that's us. We're done. Don't forget to hit us up on all our social media. Um, on Instagram at Gays Revolting Pod and The Gays Are Revolting on Facebook and Twitter. And obviously, if you like the show, which you, which you do, do if you're <laughs> listening to it, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. I'd just like to apologize to you guys before we go for our listeners that we're sitting in a tiny studio in extreme oh, heat. Yeah. It is so incredibly like hot in here. And I've been sitting here in my underpants for most of this podcast. <laughs> If I'm going to be completely honest with you. And if you want to see that in person, you could buy a ticket to the Gays Revolting Live at midsummer.org.au and just hope that the air conditioning's broken yeah. at the venue. Cool. So we made it through probably the second most educational episode <laughs> of this show we've ever I've done. So much. Well done, everyone. Well done. Ah. Woof. And we'll. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll woof you all next week. <laughs> I'll chest you, you out next week. Yeah, do the, do the oh, joke. Do it, do it. And it you better chet yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I'm so sorry. That's terrible. Love you all. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 